What's up, guys? I'm um, welcome to another episode of uh, Tamina Gani. My name is Tamina Gani. Um, if you're driving, welcome. If you're studying, good luck. And if you're doing anything else, um, yeah, good luck too. So, um, we are going to be starting with a very interesting topic, a very interesting uh, episode today. We're going to be talking about how students, different struggles uh, that students face from from health to mental health to all all other things that actually happen that people don't actually know about because we've seen in recent years where people just students just commit suicide and then nobody knows it's because of why nobody knows the reason as to why do these things happen and then sometimes it's financial struggles and all of that sometimes it's um social struggles and all of that but people don't actually know people don't get to the root of all these things and then we are going to be discussing exactly that the cause and um not necessarily the cause but just random factors um different factors that play a role in all of that and with me isa welcome <laughs> isa <laughs> as again um just introduce yourself and tell him who you are where you at i mean where you from not where you at oh like, where you at hey okay should i say where i'm at in like porch or where i come from yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay my name is over at i'm originally from the eastern cape in king Williamstown, and i am currently in porch of strom doing my second year in ba in communications uh-huh yes and in terms of the organization that you that you're from and then what you guys deal with and all of that okay i work for the nw salts and SALT actually stands for Student Advocating Leadership and Transformation. It's not the SALT SALT you guys <laughs> always talk about. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so basically what we do there, we deal with quite a lot of things, but our main priority is HIV, um, giving awareness to the students about the dangers of contracting HIV and also um, giving them condoms to encourage safe sex because we know that we as students are active. But then our um, our services don't just end there we deal with also um lgbtqia plus <laughs> yes yeah we deal with that and also mental issues and since we're working in a facility that has like um social workers and psychologists we always pass on the message to students that if they are struggling with um adjusting to the university life the peer pressure then they can um talk to like a psychologist at mm-hmm. it's at e building e14 opposite the clinic mm-hmm. and also if as well let's say you are a, a nurse student you don't um, with your money you can't cover quite like a lot of things that you want let's say for example your money can only afford you um let's say groceries and then now you need like a bedding a study timetable then we can link you up with like a social worker where the social worker will talk to you about like what you're going through and then they will try to get you all the things that you need mm-hmm. and free of charge all right um I hope you guys got that. So since we coming from like the exam season and all that, you know, and there's like gang people or a lot of people that were, that were not okay or still are not okay. I was one of those people where, but I was okay, not okay too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mentally it was just everything was just overwhelming and stuff was just so hectic and all of that. Um, what what personally to you? What do you think? And uh, you you just said now you were not okay as uh. well. You know what are the triggers? Because I know that people could think that. Um, it just has something to do with academics but mm. sometimes you know when you feel a certain way a lot of things just come crashing on you and it becomes now about family about finances and all of that but what were the triggers that, that triggered you specifically and you mm-hmm. ended up you know okay um, for me it was a thing of the 
the, the, the I could say the cycle that I was in um, you know that thing of always helping people with things mm. and then now when you are going through your own things nobody's actually there and then you start to sit and you think to yourself guys what do you mean <laughs> oh, yeah. you know like how do you do that you get what i'm saying so for me it was an incident where um someone actually triggered um, all those other emotions that I have been containing inside of me because I'm also one of those people that um, possess a, a strong character mm. that I don't really go through things I'm always the one that's always helping other people not actually getting that in return from others mm. so that was what um, triggered my own mental breakdown so much that even when i called home to try and talk to someone from back home they were so busy and they didn't really actually have time to listen to me mm. um i kind of understand because like i mean they're working they're doing their own things nobody actually has time but for me i was also impatient because i needed their help like in that moment and i didn't understand why they couldn't make time for me in that moment because i mean i'm miles away from yeah, home you are, yeah. exactly i don't even know any <laughs> one from here so the only people I trust with my things are my family members and the fact that nobody could be there for me that's what also um, made me lose my mind a little bit mm -hmm. So I think also like support also contributes to people actually feeling that way because someone feels like, Ish, I have no one to talk to and stuff like that. Yeah. But then there are facilities that could help us with those things. But because um, how, how, what do you think then is the reason why students don't, don't, don't speak up? You know what I'm saying? Because there's like a lot of mm -hmm. people that go through stuff and then it just ends up in, 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 in a fatal um, act that happens. You know, somebody goes through stuff, they don't speak. And then you hear somebody committed suicide and all of that. Mm. So from your experience in the organization that you work with, what, what do you think is the, the core reason for, um, for students not speaking out when they're going through stuff? Or um, when think, their mental health is really at stake? I think it's that thing of, um, you know, Ovayo. Ovayo is always working, brutal food girl, happy girl and stuff like that. So now if I come to you and I'm like, how do I even start the conversation? You mm. get what I'm saying? It starts there. Like how do I even me as an individual that's suffering, how do I start the conversation? Nobody ever knows how to start the conversation in a way that you would understand that actually this person is going through this. Because even me, when I started talking to my classmate, I was like, hey guys, I'm going through this because now I can't concentrate, I can't study. So like I, I feel like I need to talk to someone about this thing and they were like what you of all people going yeah. through this you know so it's always a shock so there's never a way to kind of like say okay this is how I'm gonna tackle this in order for Tammy to understand that okay um, over you need help or anything like that mm -hmm. and also and I think also another contributing factor is that we as students we are very childish and immature I could come to you with something very personal of mine and then I tell you I disclose everything to you and I'm honest because as well I want to be I want to get over this yeah. but then there could come a time when I could kind of like piss you off and then you say all of that in my protective as well in terms of what they want to share to the person because like we can go around and say this to the next person and tell the other person don't tell anyone mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying and also there's that thing that people are not always happy for the next person just because i'm making it in life people don't actually think i go through things so when i go through something someone is already like oh okay yeah she suffers from this okay 
then this is a, a way I could work to get her down or anything like that. Mm. So I think those are also like kind of like the um, the obvious contributing factors. But then I think number one is the fact that like how do you even start the conversation? Mm. Because it's, it, it, yeah, people don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you know, since you are since you are, um, I think quite experienced in that. How can I, as a student that's going through a lot, start the conversation to the next person or with the next person? You just, you just start. You just sit me down. Like, just, okay, for me, there were times as well that I went to, like, my coordinator. And I was like, I need to talk to you, you know. And then in that moment when I say, I need to talk to you, it's no longer jokes now. Yeah. Because it, it already sounds serious. And then even him, he's already preparing himself. To, oh, okay, this could be something very serious. And then they'll be like, okay, no, just come to my office. And then from then onwards, for me, I usually cry because like, oh. <laughs> for me, I first cry before I can even say anything. So when you do that, I think also it kind of like justifies, even it validates for the next person that actually this is serious. This is something that you know um, that this person needs help with. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So you just need to speak. But then you just have to have like an approach, like a very serious approach, not really laughing or anything like that. Even if you see your friend at the lab or something and you feel like you need to talk to them, just say, friend, can we go outside? I feel like I need to tell you something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then in that moment, it creates that atmosphere that the friend obviously is going to receive this, even though at first they're going to be shocked. But then it's all about speaking out because once you keep it inside of you, even the little things are going to upset you. They're mm. going to get you angry and they're going to build up with from what you already have True. and that could affect you like drastically crazy yeah so as as student student advocacy advocating leadership advocating and leadership <laughs> <laughs> um how, how often do you guys have you know such cases and how do you how do you um, necessarily help the people um i i wouldn't know Per se, because um, in a sense that we are a lot, mm. right? We are like different students because they're using us students to reach out to other students, right? So um, if they're not reaching us on our Facebook page, um, Instagram page, or Twitter page, they are usually um, coming to us individually. Right, and we never come together to discuss that. Okay, this student said this to me, or not, or not. You just tell the stu you just direct the students to where they're supposed to go. Um, so it's not a thing that we keep a record to say, okay, these are the amount of people that have came or stuff like that. You just talk to the person, and then the person will take you to the relevant place that you are supposed to go to. So mm -hmm. some people. Like in my in, in my experience, I would get people that will open up to me because like they would see me there, they'll be like, Oh, okay, like this is what I'm going through. So sometimes they would need a shoulder to cry on, they would need someone to talk to, not necessarily needing the facilities of like a psychologist or whatnot, because sometimes they just wanna talk. Yeah. It's not that like they're going through these episodes and stuff like they just need someone to talk to. And then you just there, you listen and you just give your honest advice and also advise that if you want to continue with such a thing then I suggest that you go there because I mean I'm also a student. I find the character. Yeah, so that's how it, it, it happens actually. Alright, cool. Um so second last question, right? about you now oh. since you are <laughs> since you you are somehow i think passionate about what you're doing mm -hmm. you know I, I think you love what you're doing I do. all right so what 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 is it 
about you know helping people that actually makes you sleep at night what is it what is that one thing that actually makes you oh god like um this whole thing you know it came from um i was raised by my grandmother my grandmother is was everyone's grandmother in my in my hometown like she used to help everyone so um even me when i was growing up i went through quite a lot of things like even when i came here to varsity imagine coming from the eastern cape in a town i've never been in yeah. i don't know anyone and i mean at home i was always babied so now i have to get on a taxi i have to do my own grocery mm. i didn't have to go through all of that and then now having to come here and finding my feet and me finding my feet um there were a lot of people that helped me into getting where i am today so i always feel like um i can never have the right amount of words to say thank you to those people there's never um a thing that i could do for them which could um actually explain how grateful i am for the things that they have done so for me i feel like helping the next person is the only thing that could um that that comes close to that you get what i'm saying mm. so like knowing as well that i've helped someone like there was also this other girl that i helped last year and she i was like because we also do um we have we work with ikamva whereby like um um students that are still in metric we apply for them for their nesfers and all of mm. that we help them with their applications and varsity so like we were i was helping them and i was helping her with her nesfers application but then now she had a problem with her email she forgot her password and we couldn't retrieve it so i was like to her no it's fine let me take your number and then i'll just come at f1 and consult for you and then maybe do like a you like a new username and a password and then I'll just send it to you. So I did that for her and then um whenever she needed a things like to inquire on the school I'll always do that for her. So like to her it meant such a huge thing. So whenever she sees me she's always so grateful that hey dude I can never forget you for what you did because you didn't even know me but you went through the extremes of going back and forth for me and stuff like that. I'm so grateful for that. Mm. So having to hear people like say that about you and seeing a hero in you that's what makes me Amazing. sleep better at at night and hopefully hopefully somebody somewhere somehow will do that to my daughter someday yeah so yeah no definitely um i actually like that so last question is what would you then say what what would you advise be to someone that's going through you know a lot mm-hmm. right now since it's exam season mm-hmm. and things just not just not looking out you know participation marks second ops you need to go back home you don't have money to go back home and then and you need just to explain exactly not getting participation okay? <laughs> and now it comes crashing down on, on the student and they feel depressed and all of that but what then would would be your um advice yeah what would you say to such a student right now um firstly you need time to yourself like you need time to yourself go to a park go somewhere where you can sit with your thoughts and just go through what you are going through in that moment while you are wherever you are because that that piece um for me i always I, i always cry when i'm going through something and in me crying i always have that thing okay girl you're crying but you're in porch you, there's no one you know so cry get over it and do something about it you get so in that moment when you're sitting in that park and you're going through your thoughts that's when you can also try to think okay this is what i can actually do you know this is how i need to move from point a to point b mm. this situation i'm going through okay i failed 
I didn't qualify. I have to tell my parents somehow, okay, this is the situation. And probably, let's say the case is that the parents are also not having enough means for you. They had to go through a lot. They have to sacrifice a lot for you to come here. And now you failed. You get what I'm saying? So it's that thing of first... I can't just directly tell my parents because, I mean, it's going to come out wrong mm. because anyway, they're not going to understand also the pressure that you go through, like in varsity and stuff like that. So let me talk to my sister. Like, sis, this is what's happening. A, B, C, and D is happening like this and this and that. So when you talk to that next person, they're obviously going to give you advice on okay, it's not your fault, I understand. And then when you go home, actually, and now addressing the issue with your parents, it's going to be at ease because even your sister is going to have more or less some of the questions that the parent is going to have. So now it's already easier for you to know, okay, what should I expect? And you're already calm because what's important is you speaking out because once you speak out, I think there's also a part of you that gets that gets healed. Even, even though it's not entirely, completely, but like there's a part of you that's like healed from that. So it's talking to also, then it's important to also talk to the next person and not keep things to yourself. And also like students, of the NWU they must make use of the services that NHIP um, offers to the students because everything is free and it's for the well-being of the students so that mm. we can all graduate I mean that's definitely why we, yeah. that's, that's, that's what why we, all of yeah, us want exactly know, yes. so um, <laughs> well, where do people reach you so if, if I'm trying to talk to you yes. about you know, <laughs> from going through stuff and I'm mm-hmm. trying to uh, just get someone to talk to where do people reach you and yeah, yeah. People can talk to me. Um, unfortunately, on Facebook, I've exceeded my friend really? limit. <laughs> but you can inbox me. Oh, actually, I have a page. Um, it's called Ovayo Dawiti's um Facebook page. Um, that's where I kind of thought I could do my <laughs> my organization things because I'm not only um involved with salt. I'm involved with quite a lot of things. I work yeah. with quite a lot of organizations. And I'm also planning to open my own foundation. So that's why I have the page because I also have quite a lot of people that always reach out to me. So that's where I do my business. Um, even like matriculants, I had matriculants that I was helping with their applications online. And I was using that Facebook page to um, communicate with them the things that they need and the information that also they're supposed to give me. So on Facebook, I am Ovayo Daweti. On Instagram, I am at Princess Daweti. And on Twitter, I am O-V, O-V-I-E, Dawiti. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's how you can reach me. All right, thank you so much. Um, thank you for joining us. I really hope someone somewhere is listening. Yeah. And then they're actually going to take this and um, make use of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, okay, guys, that was it for today. Make sure that you tune in next week for our another episode. And then make sure that you share this link as much as you can. Make sure that you tell your friends, tell your friends. Make sure that you go to Spotify, to Google Podcasts, and to Anchor FM to get this podcast. Tell your friends, to tell their friends. And make sure that you catch me on Instagram, Tamin Dakani. Make sure that you catch me on Twitter, Tamin Dakani. And on Facebook, Tamsan Dakani. Peace out.